You are now entering the world of Blissful Living, broadcasting around the globe and on the Blissful Living Network with Rochelle Marie Lawson. Are you lacking energy, clarity, and that sense of true well-being? Are you overworked, underpaid, and know that you deserve more in life? You are not alone. Improve your wellness, wisdom, and wealth so that you can step into living the life of your dreams. And now, here's your host of Blissful Living, the queen of feeling fabulous, Rochelle Marie Lawson. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Blissful Living Podcast. This is the queen of feeling fabulous, Rochelle Marie Lawson. And wherever you are, you have got to stop and listen to this, what I'm about to say. If you want to mine your money, if you want to know how to increase your money, if you want to know how to get some money for your business or your ventures or whatever it is you're trying to do to increase your wealth, then you definitely want to pay attention and stay tuned to the rest of the show because my guest today is going to share some wisdom about all of that. But also, as you know, I like to say, find, take this time right now, find a place to sit, get something to write with, get your favorite beverage, tell your family to give you a few moments so you can have just some time to get yourself together a bit and um, enjoy the show and the information and the nuggets of gold that are going to be shared with you today. So while you're doing that, let me take care of business. I want to thank our sponsors. The first one, Blissful Living for you at Blissful Living, the number four, the letter U.com. You want to go there if you want to improve your wellness, wisdom, or wealth. If you're a woman looking to be brave, bold, and unstoppable, or if you're already that and you want to be unapologetically for that and just step out in your five-inch heels and walk with confidence like Naomi Campbell does that runway or did that runway, then you want to check out Blissful Living for you because they've got all kinds of things, not only to help you with your business, but really to help you with the most important aspect, which is your health and well-being so that you can stay Step into not only having the things that you desire in your life, as you call, you would say, your dream life, but actually living a life of your dreams and having a very fulfilled life that is balanced with health, wealth, and wisdom. So check out Blissful Living for you and check out the events that they have coming up. I know there's a virtual summit coming up in the beginning of the year and some other really good things happening, books being published and all kinds of stuff. So check out Blissful Living for you at Blissful Living, the number four, the letter U.com. Uh, next sponsor is All Day Cable Incorporated. Uh, All Day Cable is a premier telecommunications installation company located in the heart of Silicon Valley, San Jose, California. They've been in business since 1990 and they continue to command it as a premier telecom installation company in the arenas of network distribution, voice data, fiber optic cable installation, wireless access points, routers, modems, uh, whatever it is, audio, video, speakers, monitors, whatever you need to help you be able to communicate with your customers more efficiently and effectively. So when you pick up whatever device you're using, you're able to make that connection the first time. You want to check out All Day Cable. They serve a small, mid-sized, and large corporation. You can check them out at alldaycableinc.com. So now let me tell you about my guest. Her name is Katrina Fitton, like kitten, but Fitton. Yes, and yes. Uh, <laughs> 
And let me tell you about her, okay? She's a certified master financial coach and business strategist, specializing in business funding and coaching women entrepreneurs. As the CEO of New Day for You Financial LLC, a financial consulting firm for the empowerment of women entrepreneurs, builds strong financial foundations. Let me hear you. Let me repeat that one more time. To build strong financial foundations and to use their God-given purpose to obtain generational wealth. Now, she has leveraged over 20 plus years of experience in business to command stages and stand out as a highly knowledgeable money coach. This show is about that wealth component, y'all. She passionately shares her wealth of knowledge to help set you up for success in motion. And she's been volunteering in her community for years, teaching the underprivileged folks in the community about financial literacy. Now, she has a mission and her mission is to empower and nurture a thousand women and minority small business owners to become first generation millionaires. And so I just wanna wholeheartedly welcome Miss Katrina. Kitten to blissful living. How are you, girl? How you doing? Thank you. Thank you so much, Rochelle, for I'm telling you this opportunity to share today. I am doing well. You know what? All I can think about is that this is the end of the year, right? And so this is a time to reflect. This is a time to kind of do introspect, right? To think about what it is that we have accomplished. And you know what? And we're not talking about resolutions either. We're talking about intentions and what it is that we intend to accomplish today uh, into next uh, and next year, right? And so we're looking at kind of how, that's kind of what I'm doing right now. Just kind of looking at what have I accomplished this year? What are my intentions for next year? And so that's kind of where my mindset is right now. I love it. I love, you know, um, one of the things I truly believe and like to share with people is in order for you to obtain what you desire, you have to be grateful for what you have. And so often we get things, um, and we're grateful for that moment. And then it's just like a flame thing and it goes. And then you look at, yeah. you know, you want something else. And so um, when I say to live, to have and live your dream life, it's to be grateful in the moment for the things that we have. Because yes. Yes. without that grace, we cannot we cannot magnetize the things that we desire in our life. So I love, love, love that. And I love that you're here to, at this time of the year to really... Um, Talk about strategies and in, in wealth, gener- building generational wealth as we go into the next year. And so I want to ask you, I just want to get into the nitty gritty. And I want to ask you, first of all, um, just briefly share with the audience and the listeners, how did your business journey begin? Well, you know what? Oftentimes people read your bio like you just did and they're like, oh, my God, uh, she's at this level in business and she's able to impact these women and things of that nature. But what we don't realize is that everybody have a story. There was a story where we had a defining moment where we decided, you know what, we're going to make a change. And that defining moment happened to me when I was laid off. You know, because what I did, 
Rochelle, is that I did what they told me to do, okay? I went to school. <laughs> I graduated from college with an economics degree. I went into, uh, you know, corporate world, right? I mean, overseeing million-dollar budgets. And I'm telling you, I was going up the corporate ladder. And really the first to graduate. So I'm telling you, my family was proud. Right. And so, but what they did not tell me is that life be life is. Oh, girl. They forgot to tell us that part, right? They didn't tell us about the life be life in part. I mean, they didn't tell us that at some point in life, oftentimes there is something that happens in our life that really puts us in a place where we have to reckon with ourselves. And that happened to me when I got laid off. not just laid off, Rochelle, is that I got laid off and I thought because I was qualified, I had degrees, certification, all of the things that I could get a job, hey, in a couple of months at the <laughs> right? But honey, during this time, you know, there was a during town downsize in our in our uh, world, 2007, 2008. Everybody <laughs> knew what was going on. There was a lot going on. And I ended up without a job for several months. And I began to start having to go into my savings, into my 401k, paying my bills with my credit cards. I mean, I'm telling you, I was so desperate devastated, even had to sell my home. Mm. The worst thing about it all, my worst nightmare happened. And I had to move back in with my mom. There in my childhood bedroom, looking at the ceiling saying, I am so embarrassed. I was depressed. I was disappointed. And I was like some most people say that a church going people, where is God, right? And I had that victim mentality. But what I had to learn out of that situation in that journey is that I was allowed to go through that situation so that I can learn some pivotal things. And that was, I did not know nothing about finances. I was not taught anything in college about finances. And so what that defining moment did for me, Rochelle, is that I began to devour literacy around finances. I began to listen to podcasts. I began to read books like Rich Dad, Poor Dad. I began Mm -hmm. to read books like Think and Grow Rich, The Millionaire Next Door. I mean, you can name them, all of the books. I began to invest at a level that I expected results and I got coaches and I got even financial coaches. Sometimes when we become a financial coach, because we seem like we have the message, but what we don't realize, sometimes we need to have a coach, right? right? So I, as a financial coach, got a financial coach and my coach told me something that really changed my life. And that was... Katrina, you can never be in a situation where you have one stream of income. Because that's what it is. And maybe some of your audience is in that situation right now. But that's where the journey started, is that I had a pivotal moment when I got laid off. You cannot have one stream of income. 
You know, I, I like that you share your story about the journey and how you had to, you know, it took you to a point that was low for you where you had to move in back with your yeah. mama in your childhood bedroom, feeling cool. like you're 14 again. You look, know, look, right? I'm looking around, my basketball trope is over to your right. right. I'm over here, posters on the wall, like, what? What, what, yeah, what, what, yeah. What I mean, 30s. I was like late 30s. I'm like, why am I here? Like, you know, and then yes. you know, and that 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 I mean, everybody can visualize. Girl, I was like, ooh, ooh, ooh. That that's a vision, right? But then you also, you, one of the, a powerful thing that you said was that you got your own self a financial coach, even though that's the arena you was working in. Mm -hmm. You knew that you had to invest in yourself. Not only so you could understand how to lift yourself up in the whole aspect of having multiple streams of income, but you also, you also knew that in order for you to be able to help those that you were meant to serve, you had to understand what it felt like to invest in somebody that was going to help lift you up with generational wealth. So I love that because I think a lot of times people don't understand. They see us and they think, "Oh, it's such. Oh, you just got there. It's so easy." But and no. it's not like that. We sometimes you don't know the stories, the real crossroad moment type of stories that people have gone through, and that is why they're able to share their heartfelt information and expertise about what their purpose is. And so now I want to ask you, with regards to you know, that struggle and you. Okay, so now you've got a business. You started, you, you, you're you no longer employed by the man, so to speak. You now have your own business. We're going to fast forward to where you have your business. Yes. That was one thing that you knew that you needed to understand about having your business that would allow you to continue to have sustainability as an entrepreneur. Yes, that's a very good question. So really... What I learned is that after I had restored my personal finances, you know, I was able to restore my credit. I was able to, you know, restore getting another home. I was able to restore my life. And I started New Day for You uh, Financial, and I was helping others to do the same. But what I found out, Rochelle, is that I was really doing my business finances like my personal finances. And so what I happened was I was literally using cash, my personal funds to be able to fund and pay my, my business bills when I was cash flow short. So as you know, as a business owner, oftentimes cash flow can be up and cash flow can be down. Sometimes you're waiting on invoices to be paid. Sometimes you're in between gigs, in between leaves, leaves, right? You may have some, you know, some payables that you're waiting on. But you know what? What I learned is that when you are in these situations, what we have to realize is that a business must establish their own credit. They have to establish their business in a way where they can leverage what they call OPM, other people's money. And that's what my financial coach told me. He's like, Katrina, you over here trying to make it work and you're running your business like it's a personal thing. And it's not 
personal because in your personal side of your business, yes, you want to minimize your debt to income. You want to minimize your credit utilization. You want to minimize your debt, all of those things, right? Because that's is how your credit score is uh, calculated. But on the business side, Rochelle, is that you want to leverage credit. You want to leverage loans. Yes. What, what, what are you trying to say? What are you trying to say? You're on mute. I said, say that one more time. Yes. You want to leverage credit. You want to leverage loans because this is the thing I just did a masterclass on yesterday. This is what the 1% do. This is how they unlock net worth in the millions is because they are leveraging other people's money. Okay. They on. are literally going to the bank. You're talking. Oh, go okay, I'm chopping at the pigs. Okay. Because I know there are people out there saying, well, okay, wait, how do we leverage other people's money? Yeah. What exactly does that mean? How do we leverage other people's money? So you got to now explain yes. what leveraging other people's money is all about. Right. So what other people's money is, you are going to banking institutions, right? Whether it be banks, credit unions, and there are venture capitalists, there's crowdfunding, there's credit cards, there's corporate credit. I mean, the list is infinite on how you can leverage other people's money. Either they are willing because of, number one, you have a credible business, meaning that I'm just going to break down like three different things. First of all, you have a business that has, it has been registered with the state. It has an EIN number. You have a business, a bona fide business address. Okay. It's a brick and mortar somewhere you can go. There's an actual business address and you have a actual business phone number. Okay, you have actually another thing, a business bank account. Yes. Okay, you have a business bank account. When we look you up on the state, uh, uh, the secretary of state, that when they go there, it's not a home address. Something that simple. And so there's like, I have like a 20 step uh, uh, business blueprint where you can make sure your, your business is structured properly. But when your business is structured properly, what the banks do, and they're like, oh, we want to leverage some of our money so that your business can grow. And then we make interest off of that. Right. And yes. so what they're saying, just like in a, just to break it down from a personal side, it takes you. Man, if you wanted to buy a million dollar house, okay, how long would it take you to save up a million dollars to get that house? I say some people, it'll be a lifetime, probably never, right? Right. But what you do, you say, you know what, just to save time, I'm going to leverage the lender, the mortgage lender's money so that I can get the house now, live in that asset where it will help me to grow my net worth. And I'm paying on it as I'm living in it. Mm -hmm. And so that's the same thing. In your business, 
you can go to the bank and you say, you know what? I would like to borrow $100,000 because I'm going to use that $100,000 to do paid ads. I'm going to re, uh, rebrand my website. I'm going to hire a team. I'm going to do all of these things because I know that money is going to leverage me to be able to make more money. I can be able to pay the loan off. Okay. But then I'm growing my network. My business is growing, but I leveraged other people's money in order to do that and to grow. And that's what happened in my business. When I was low on cash flow, I had business credit to be able to sustain me between any type of cash flow deficits. And I had business loans to help me to be able to hire a team, which helped my business to grow 10x. And so I that's what leveraging other people's money can do for you. I love you shared that because I think sometimes people don't understand what leveraging other people's money is about. But I want you to also share the caveat that the importance of, of strategically and professionally using other people's money, because it's not like you have this Hey, this this checkbook where you can just write all kind of stuff and don't think you you know there 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 comes some things that you got to fulfill with that. So can you share because we're getting it deep, girl? Can you okay. share with the viewers and the listeners that aspect? Because I want people to walk away with a clear understanding that yes, you can leverage other people's money, but there are some very important things you need to do. To, one to be able to keep that stream open, and two to be able to stay in business. Exactly. And so this is because this is so popular on the TikTok and the Instagrams of the world where you're saying, oh, go get business credit, go do this, go do that. But guess what? This is something that we always make clear with our clients as we work with them. The first thing we ask them, does this money that you're inquiring about, does your money have a mission? Love it. Does your money have a mission? In other words, I need to know what is it that you're going to do specifically with the money so that you know that you're able to pay it back. Because the mistake that people do with other people's money oftentimes is that, yes, we get the money, but we don't have a plan on how we're going to pay it back. You still got to pay it back. Right. So that means that your business needs to be having cash flow coming in so that you can pay off the credit card so you can pay off the loan. Right. And whatever the term it is, because oftentimes some of these uh, like an unsecured loan, it may not have a, a, a prepayment a re, uh, uh, where you pay it back early. It may not have a penalty for you to pay it back early. So as you're making money, you're paying on that loan. You're maybe doubling up on some of those payments so you can get rid of that debt because guess what? You can rinse and repeat. And there are people, this is how they do real estate. They literally leverage other people's money to go buy properties and to be able to grow their uh, real estate portfolio. Yeah, oh, so that's man. the mistake that people that do. You want to make sure that you have a plan. Your money has a mission to be able to cash flow to pay that money back because you don't want to you don't want to uh, ruin your business credit. Um, you know what? That's an important aspect that I, I'm so glad that we were able to talk and bring that out because I want I don't want people to think that um, you can get this money and you don't have to pay it back. You have to. I like to say when you get this money, what is the mission for the money? 
you know, if it's just to, you know, buy materialistic stuff and, and floss, you know, then, you know, you're going to be in trouble and you're going to be. Oh, oh, you know that what happened with some people with the PPP loans, right? Yes. But so, think about it, that was another OPM, right? They said your yeah. business is in a situation and they said, OK, we can help you. This is other people's money. We can help you with it if you have your financials together. Some mm -hmm. people didn't have their finances together, right? Mm -hmm. They didn't have the, your P&L statement. You didn't have your balance statement. You didn't have your financials, right, together. And so they weren't eligible for the PPP loan. And then some people, you already know, they got that money yeah. and they weren't able to, well, first of all, they got it in a... In a Unethical way. <laughs> right. Right. And and then, you know, you're some in jail. Of them in trouble. And now they, you know, in jail. three squares in a cot, right? Okay. Um, Come on. Right. Yeah. Keep it real. But but I, I'm I'm gonna say I was I did take advantage for one of my businesses, um, the PPP loan. Oh and, good. um, yeah, and it was great. And the beautiful thing is it actually got forgiven. You know, yes, like, that was the beautiful and, thing. I was the bona fide. I had those bona fide documents. Um, the other thing is it also opened me up the business to be able to get stream a streamlined SBA loan. I could have I could have asked for any amount up to 500k that I wanted, but we didn't need that much, right? So See, that is the key right there, Rochelle, is that because oftentimes we will say you are approved for. 200k and mm -hmm. then some people say what is your mission mm -hmm. so but your mission is only a hundred so you don't need to take all of it and exactly. then we offer lines of credit where essentially you could have the money just sitting there so when just you do way. need it you can use it and you don't have to pay on it unless you use it it's a beautiful thing to have it's a beautiful those, thing. Those, that, that those avenues available you know it really really is and um your business credit is just as important as your personal credit. So I want to ask you this question. Um, what are some of the things that businesses do that disqualifies them from getting funding? Wow. So one of the things that businesses do to disqualify them is this, is they think they can just get funding and not have a good credit profile. Because so, it, there's some things going out on the internet that is saying, hey, don't worry about your personal credit, just get you some business credit. But what they don't realize is that the foundation is for you to show credit worthiness from the personal side of your of your of Chris, well, per, uh, from the personal side of your finances. So that is the beginning of seeing if you are ready for business credit. So that means this, what disqualifies them oftentimes is that they have their utilization too high up in the 30s and 40s and 50s. Your utilization is too high. You're overextended. Number two, your debt to income. That means that your debt, your payments that you make on a monthly basis in comparison to your income, gross income that you're bringing in is a little short. Right. And so you want to have your debt to income to be at least below 35 percent. OK, so you take whatever your monthly expenses are, <laughs> divide that by your gross income and see if you come uh, in lower than 35 percent. So that's something that gets you disqualified. 
as well as you may have some derogatories, you know, whether it's bankruptcies or things of that nature. And we help uh, 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 people to, you know, obviously clean up those things and, you know, work through those things as well. But sometimes people just don't do credit monitoring. So they don't even know that there's something. We have clients that come up and be like, somebody used my name as an authorized user and they didn't even know it and stop making payments on something and that damaged their credit. Wow. You know, so it's just so many things that they do not realize is that, you know, some some business don't even have a business bank account. They're running their business by cash app. Mm, that's another one. I, yeah. <laughs> you, you don't even have you don't even have. I mean, and then oftentimes just a simple thing of an email address. If you are you are a billion dollar bank and you are asking me for money and you got at Yahoo on, on for your address. Uh, they're kind of like, mm, I don't know if this is a real business. We're going to pause. We're not going to go forward with that. So right. you have to have your business in order. Make sure you have business addresses, business phone numbers, even if it's just a lead page, you may not have a full blown website, but at least have you something where that that bank can say, let me look up this company. What are they doing? Oh, OK. And then another thing that minimizes the amount that you approve for, Rochelle, is that is restricted industries. Mm. Restricted industry. And when I say restricted industries. So if you do things, uh, you know, like some people, they may have. Credit repair business. They may have a trucking business. Uh, they may have the word finance or real estate or properties in their name. That causes them to pause because it's a high risk, right? Right. You know, and you want to make sure, you know, for people who are kind of in the the industry where they're um, uh, CBT. What is it? CB. CBD. Uh, CBD, you know, just things like they, it's just like it's a pause. It causes them to kind of say, mm, it's a little high risk. And so what we uh, recommend is you want to get you a holding company, right? Get your holding company, like my holding company, New Day for You Enterprise, right? And so my, my uh, leverage is coming through that enterprise. And so, but underneath that holding company, I have New Day for You Financial. Mm -hmm. I have new properties, you know, all of my other LLCs underneath it. And so what you can do, even though your name may be have a little restriction in the name, you can build, uh, create you a holding company and you can get with your lawyer uh, to see how you can do that. Uh, we help people to uh, set those up as well. But that's something that really uh, can help you if you are have a business that's kind of restricted, you know, from the bank. It doesn't mean they don't give you money. It's just they give you less. Right. Or it might be. Yeah. Or the requirement. Well, like you could have got one hundred and fifty. You just get 50. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> they don't want to risk. Wow. Wow. Dang. Um, OK. Let me I'm going to just squeeze in one more thing and let's see. <laughs> now, um, with regards to. I want to, I want to, because you mentioned something and I don't, the holding company, the mm -hmm. whole holding company, I don't think people understand that aspect. And so can you just like, yeah, take that's one of those 1%. Yeah. Minutes, take two minutes and share. Two minutes. Okay. The nitty -gritty, this is a real dirty. Okay. 
on the Tony, okay. here's a real good one. I love this stuff, right? So have you guys heard of Alphabet Inc? What is that? Alphabet Inc. What is that? Well, guess what? Alphabet Inc. owns Google. Alphabet Inc. is the holding company. So all of their monies they get is through Alphabet Inc. But underneath that, if you Google Alphabet Inc., I mean, I don't have slides, but in my presentations, I always tell people about, you know, the holding company. And Alphabet Inc. is the holding company of Google and like several other companies underneath it, you know. But, yeah, you have to you go to your a lawyer and you say you want to establish a holding company for your businesses. They would do the help you to do the paperwork for that or someone else who obviously specializes in that. But what that holding company does, it protects you. Uh, your other companies, right? And so, for example, what I mentioned is that uh, my company, New Day for You Enterprise, what happens is that, for example, it, it, it allows you to have that separation as well. So in other words, if for some ungodly reason you default on the loan, then they can't go after New Day for You Financial. They can't go after New Day Properties and get try to get my, my properties. So you want to have that separation. And then I'm not going to even go deeper, even more, but you can put that holding company in a trust. I mean, that's a whole nother right, conversation. Right. So you got to bring you back for that. That's exactly. We might not be ready for that. But <laughs> yeah, but the holding company, it just allows you to be able to, uh, and, and I use my holding company to pay all of my bills. You know, so it's just, you know, you can use utilize that holding company to do a lot. It causes separation. It, it helps you if you have in a restricted industry. It can pay your bills. It can you can leverage other people's money through it. Um, it so it's a lot of things you can do with that holding company. Mm -hmm. I love it. OK, now we, we are really at our time. But um, I'm going to tell you guys watching, listening. Um, I'm going to bring her back and we're going to do something in the first quarter of the new year um, so that she can help all of you that have now gotten there. You're curious. You probably were sitting back like this. Yes, now you're yes, all yes. in. Like, I yes. told you to take notes. I wasn't playing. Um, yes. But we're going to bring Katrina back because I think um, I think this is really important for women, young women and men. But really, I'm focusing on our ladies here. We need to know this information. This is the information that the good old boys have been using for hundreds and hundreds of years and keeping yes. it within the, the Rockefellers, men, you know, yeah. the, the Rockefellers, the Mellons, the, yeah. you know, the Fords, the, the Hilton's, the Carnegie's, the, yes. you know, all of them, right? The, um, and so, um, the Kennedy's for that matter, yeah. you know, but, but, but it, and it's not, I don't, what people think it's a bad thing because we all can do it. We just need to know how to do it and how mm -hmm. to do it strategically so that it becomes advantageous for us to build well. Um, and that's why Katrina gonna come back. Um, she's my she's my sister. We yes. in, a, in a group together, and you know, like minds always travel in the same yes. circles. And, and, and you know, it's not what you know always is who you, you don't need to know everything. You just need to know the person that knows what you're trying to know. 
you know. Thank you, Katrina. Thank you so much for saying yes. It was an amazing show full of of an abundance of wealth of information. Ha, a pun, but you know what I'm trying to say, girl. Um, And I appreciate you because this is very near and dear to me. So thank you. Coming back, coming back. Okay, so to all of you listeners, viewers, all of that, thank you for tuning in. If you like the show, if you like what you hear, please share the show with everyone you love and care about, particularly women, share it with other women. Um, It's information like this that we need to know. And when we collectively know this information, we can support each other. We can collaborate. We can inspire, empower, and really do the thing to make the world a better place. But we got to do it together and we got to come together. So if you know somebody, a woman or male, share the show and subscribe to the show so you get advanced notifications. So next time when Katrina comes, you'll be like, oh, I got to be there. I don't care if I'm driving on a freeway in traffic, I'm going to tune in because Katrina's going to be there and she's going to drop some dimes on me about generational wealth and what I can do and what I need to do and, you know, holding companies and all kinds of stuff like that. So, um, again, subscribe to the show. Okay, let me calm down there. Okay, I want to thank our sponsors, Blissful Living for You at Blissful Living, the number four, the letter U.com. Check them out. Again, if you're looking to enhance your well being, your wisdom, your wealth, uh, you want to definitely connect and get on their list so you get notifications of everything that they're doing and how things that they have can enhance you in your life. And I want to thank All Day Cable Incorporated, premier woman-owned, minority-owned telecommunication installation company servicing small, mid-sized, and large corporations with their network distribution, aka voice data, fiber optic, all things how we communicate network these days. Um, All Day Cable is the company that I say would be your premier choice once you experience the goodness that they have to offer. And I want to thank all of you listeners. Thank you and viewers. Thank you for being here with us today. As you know, the queen of feeling fabulous always like to say, I'm wishing you peace to your mind, wellness to your body, tranquility to your to your spirit. But let me take it a step further. I'm wishing you wellness, wisdom, and a whole heck of a lot of wealth as you go forward in your day, your week, your month, and in upcoming years that's ahead of you. Thank you so much. And until next time, goodbye for now, y'all. Thank you for joining Rochelle Marie Lawson on Blissful Living. To contact Rochelle Marie and to find out more about Blissful Living, click on Blissful Living for You link right here on the Blissful Living Network. Catch all the Blissful Living episodes on demand and available for download 24-7 on blissfullivingforyou.com. Until next week, may your life be filled with peace, wellness, abundance, and prosperity.